Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Deanna, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies and welcome or welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. I hope that everybody is having a great day and a great week so far. I definitely appreciate the support and you tuning in for a podcast with me today. I just want to start out with a few reminders. Don't forget if you could please leave a comment below or rate the podcast if you could. It just allows other people to understand what the show is about when you leave your comment they can understand what you got from it how you're feeling about the podcast and when you rate in the show it also allows it to become a recommendation for other people to listen and if you ladies for any reason you know feels as though other people should be hearing this I would appreciate if you can rate the show and comment as well if your platform that you're listening on for any reason does not offer for you to comment or rate the podcast, you can definitely go to the website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com. If you go to contact us, there is a section there where you can rate the podcast. And what I will do is once you rate the podcast, I will add it to the website so that whenever somebody does go to the website, they can see the comment there and the rate that you rated the show as well. Again, if your platform does not offer it, we can definitely... Um, use it on the website and I will appreciate any feedback that I get okay while you're on the website please don't forget to download the free resources that I especially made for you we do offer the full armor of God prayer which you can add as either a screensaver you can save it as a picture or even as a document on your computer however you want to do it there's that option the armor of God prayer is a great way to start your day to start your morning before you leave the house you always want to pray the armor of God over you every day okay we also offer the P-R-A-Y method the pray method which is kind of like a strategy on how to pray because I know that sometimes we feel like we don't know how to pray and this is kind of just a breakdown of a way that you can pray okay um it's not the only way but it's just a strategy and a way that you can pray all right then another thing that we offer is the fasting with purpose and this assists with fasting and we also offer the daniel food list which is a list of foods that you can and cannot eat if you decide you want to do the daniel fast okay all of those are free resources for you to have. Um, they are on the website. They are in the free resource section. You can add them all to your cart and download them for no cost to you. All right. And also while you're on the website, make sure you sign up for the daily devotionals that are brought to you Monday through Friday by Faith Walker. Okay. All right. So I think that's all I have for the reminders. And what we're going to do is go ahead and get started with today's podcast. Today's podcast is going to be a little different. I'm going to be reading from the book called Woman Evolved, and it's by Sarah Jake Roberts. And I've been reading it, um, and I'm on chapter five, but I believe that this is a very good book, okay? It it talks about growth, and it talks about us evolving. You know, that's why it's called Woman Evolved. But it talks about the different obstacles that us as women face and just some different strategies on how to get over it. And she goes in depth about stories and how we all basically can relate to each other about the things that we go through. And she has a different concept on how to look at Eve's story from the Bible. And 
a lot of people don't look at it the way that she looked at it. And I'm not going to give that part away. I definitely would recommend it. If you can um, order the book, you can order it from Amazon or wherever you order your books from, pick it up from. But it's a great book to have. I will leave the link below where you can order it from Amazon. I do want to let you know now, I am not an affiliate. I do not get paid for recommending um, this book at all. And I'm not sponsored at all. It's just I feel like it's a good read. And I think that it would help us all. Hence to why I want to read a few pages from this book um, that's talking about purpose. And I was reading it last night and it just, it had me in deep thought. And I thought it was some really good information that I wanted to share with you ladies today. Just in case you're not able to get the book, it's still worthy of being heard, okay? So I hope that it is as good to you as was to me. And I hope that I'm able to relate it to you as good as I read it um, because I am reading it to you all. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. If you do already have the book, it's chapter five and it's called Work the Weight, W-O-R-K, the weight. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get started. It starts as, and I quote, as we begin to do the inner work that leads us closer and closer to God's perfect plan for our lives, we can expect to discover purpose and passion that makes us ponder. Maybe this is why I was born. Generally, when you think about who you are, we begin by naming off the title and role we possess. I'm a wife, mother, daughter, entrepreneur, leader, pastor, and author. Actually, that's not who I am, but it's what I do. But it can be exceptionally hard to know the difference. Answering the question of who you are is impossible without understanding your essence. Ask yourself, what is my consistent offering to my job, family, friends, or community? I'm a servant, lover, carer of joy, motivator, facilitator of environment, listener, and believer. Those qualities make up who I am, but they also show up in each and every one of my roles. And the combination of those qualities gives me distinction regardless of the environment that I'm in. While we don't want to make the mistake of making who we are become synonyms with what we do, we can't ignore what we do altogether. What you do and how you do it should all stem from who you are. My servanthood, love, joy, listening, believing, and facilitating of environments all show up in how I function as a wife, mother, daughter, entrepreneur, leader, pastor, and author. Many of you reading this book aspire to see your life revolutionized from inside out. Some goals you want to accomplish will be directly related to what you do or what you like to do one day, but you aren't exactly sure how to get there. I feel like this is where Eve landed once the aftermath of what took place in the garden settled in. God expanded her purpose, but God didn't leave a roadmap behind detailing how to get there. Is that how you feel? On one hand, you know exactly what you're supposed to do, but you also have no clue of how you're supposed to do it? I really believe that, like Eve, your how is buried in your now. Maybe that's not your story, and you feel like knowing what you're supposed to do with your life, but not knowing how you're supposed to do it will be a welcome burden. And I got some thoughts that I believe will help you too. You don't have to know every detail of your purpose or even what your purpose is in order to set your life up for purpose. That's part of the reason I want to stress how significant it is for you to come to a place where you trust who you are. Your inability to trust who you are will also show up in what you do. We falsely believe that we'll become confident in who we are when we arrive. 
but we fail to realize that confidence is what leads us there in the first place. If you don't think you're eloquent, intelligent, savvy, or confident enough for the journey ahead of you, it will show up in how you perform. And when your performance doesn't stand out, it leaves very little, if any, room for promotion, connection, and networking. It's a vicious cycle because from there, you won't volunteer to take on any new challenges. You won't push yourself beyond what's necessary. And you may even begin to sabotage opportunities because you don't trust yourself to live up to the standard you have in mind. If your mind is anything like mine, you're wondering how you balance the real feelings of uncertainty when you're starting in a new field while maintaining who you are. I'm not suggesting you don't get nervous or that you walk in any room with the false arrogance. What I'm saying is that when you walk in the space, you have to make a decision within yourself that no matter what happens, you will not allow the outcome to take away from who you are and all the hard work you have been doing. This is exactly what I tell myself before I speak. I'm usually super nervous because I want to perform well. I want to meet God's expectation and those are the people in the room. When I live in that nervous space, I talk fast, my words get jumbled, and I lose my train of thought. I end up literally doing the opposite of what I hope to do. When I take a few deep breaths and remind myself that when I'm authentically who God has called me to be, so much so that I cannot fail, it eases the tension. I may still have nerves, but I remind my nerves of who I am. When you come to a place where you are confident that your mistakes don't define you, that a person cannot outshine you, and that failure is a blessing in disguise, You bring a level of confidence and fearlessness that sets you apart no matter what room you're in. This doesn't mean that you should walk into spaces unprepared and winging it. On the contrary, you have to be even more intentional about doing your homework by understanding your audience and what matters to them. You want to know that you've done everything you know to do when you walk in a room. When you've done your homework, you're less afraid of taking a pop quiz. Isn't that what scares us from breaking out of our comfort zones in the first place? We don't want to be confronted with a pop quiz that proves we're not as equipped and knowledgeable as we thought we were. You can't avoid failing in life, but you can do everything within your power to prepare. When faced with failure, you get to choose whether it becomes a lesson or deterrent to keep you from trying again. I don't know about you, but I made up in my mind that failure is going to have to work very hard if it steps into the ring with my faith. So you're getting ready to roll up your sleeve and allow the work that has been taking place on the inside to start showing up on the outside. You're ready to start doing the work to build out the full vision God has given you. Many women I've met have a passion to start a business, serve their community, climb the corporate ladder, write a book, or create a ministry, but they don't feel they have the tools to make that happen. I can't promise you that I can give you all the tools, but I do want to provide you with the important insights to help you keep your ambition off pause. Begin to overcome obstacles and pursue these desires. First thing first, you are seed and you have seed. You are what God has planted in the earth. Within you, he has placed seed that will spring from your life so that the earth can be sustained. And I'm going to read that part back. It says, first things first, you are seed and you have seed. You are what God has planted in the earth. 
Within you, he has placed seed that will spring from your life so that the earth can be sustained. Have you ever seen an apple seed? It's so small and seemingly inconsequential, but we all know that there is more to that seed than we can see. When given an opportunity to be planted, nurtured, and nourished, that small seed can become a mighty tree. That's you. You're an apple seed. You're learning the beauty of being planted, nurtured, and nourished so that you can provide substance to the world. Purpose is the substance you offer to the world. I believe that purpose happens in steps. Sorry, I know you probably wanted me to give you one cure or sentence, but I'm not sure it's that simple. Step one is agree. You must come into agreement that your existence is seed. You're not random. How you start is not an indication of how you will finish. Even if your childhood included elements of trauma, it doesn't mean your seed has been damaged. If you're still living, breathing, and reading this book, then God is trying to let you know that there is still somewhere God can place you on this earth that will yield a version of you that looks more and more divine. This isn't even about knowing what you will become. Rather, it's acknowledging that you're here to become more and more like what God has in mind. Step two is protect. Because you aren't exactly sure who you're becoming, you must make sure to protect your environment from any habit, friendship, relationship, or opportunity that can stunt your growth. Let's go back to the apple seed example. Did you know that just because you take a seed of a Granny Smith apple and place it in the ground, that doesn't guarantee or produce Granny Smith apples. Producing an apple tree takes more than just planting a seed in the ground. Veritables include the soil, pollen, and climate all play a role in determining what kind of apple the tree will produce. We know that you're a seed, but we don't know what kind of tree God is creating. It's not enough for you to be planted. You need people and opportunities in your life that reflect who you're becoming. You are the only person responsible for making sure you are vigilant and protecting the seed you are in God's mind. I'm going to repeat that. You are the only person responsible for making sure you are vigilant and protecting the seed you are in God's mind. Step three is nurture. Finally, when your fruit seed begins to take root, you have to consider how you can continue the act of nurturing it. You will know that something is nurturing your seed when it begins to cut through your fears and insecurities and begins to motivate and empower you. This may become from reading a book like you're doing now, hearing a speech, listening to a song, or connecting with someone you know. Make sure you take notice of the moments when you feel someone is nourishing your seed. Though countless people have asked me, how do I find my purpose? Realizing that you have a purpose is actually better than knowing what your purpose is. When you don't know what your purpose is, you allow yourself to live randomly while still hoping to one day be awakened to why you're on this earth. When you recognize your life is meant to serve the world, even when you don't know how you believe your unique distinction, you begin to find purpose in all that you do. Your ultimate purpose may not be evident to you now, but how are you making where you are now purposeful? Sometimes I go to the grocery store and walk around aimlessly while talking to my mother on the phone. Don't judge me. It's sometimes the closest I can get to a vacation. Other times I have a short window. So when I'm going to the store, I do so with the intent to not be distracted or delayed. 
Are you walking through life like you have no purpose? Allowing yourself to become easily distracted? Or are you walking around life confident that you must protect your space and energy so you can recognize your purpose when it comes? How would you be living if you knew you had a purpose versus just wondering what your purpose is? Implement that lifestyle now because it makes you open and available to truly filter through what can live in the realm of your purpose. For instance, some relationships only work because you're both lost and confused about who you are on earth. You don't have to know every detail of who you are to know that you don't have time for random. All right, ladies, so I'm going to stop there. I don't want to go too far into the chapter. I don't want to go too far into the book. But I thought just that little snippet of what I read to you was so good to me. And I, again, I hope I was able to relay it to you all the way that I read it and the way that I interpret it. Um, I believe that we all are trying to figure out who we are, what our purpose is. We all have been there if we're not there currently. And I'm there currently. Like, it's always a thought in my mind. But just even going back to what she said, you are seed and you have seed. You are what God has planted in the earth. Like, I never thought about it like that. God planted us here on earth for us to grow. And sometimes we stay stagnant where we are because we're scared of moving forward. But when God has so much more for us. He never, he don't plant a seed for it to stay in the ground. He doesn't plant a seed for it to stay at a certain size. He plants a seed because he wants us to grow. When you plant a seed for a flower or vegetables or whatever it is that you're trying to grow, do you plant it so it can stay in the dirt? Even once it sprouts a little bit above the dirt, do, is that the size that you want it to stay? Or do you want it to grow and do you want it to sprout and become everything that it can be in a way that it grows is by nurturing it and nourishing it. And we have to protect our purpose. Even though we may not know what our purpose is right now, we have to protect what we know God has given us. We know what God has given us. And sometimes when we are either around people and you start to have a feeling that you're not supposed to be around that person or you're watching something and you have that feeling that you shouldn't be watching this. And you know, it, it can taint your purpose. It can taint what God has for you. It can taint those things. So I got a lot from these, these couple of pages that I read to you all. I got a lot from it and it just had me in deep thought. She said that it's going to have you ponder, but it really had me in deep thought. I read it last night and I've been in deep thought all day and I'm like, I need to share this with these ladies. Um, again, the book is called Woman Evolve. It's by Sarah Jacobs Roberts. I'm going to leave the information in the link below where you can, it's going to take you right to Amazon. If not, you can type it in Google, Woman Evolve by Sarah Jacobs Roberts. It's going to come up. It's a great book to have. I believe all of us ladies need to read it. We have to grow from within. and But we have to know what it is that we have within and be able to trust what God placed inside of us and trust that God would not forsake us. If God has given us a gift he wants us to see, he wants us to see it through. If God has given us a purpose, he wants us to fulfill that purpose. He planted us for a reason. 
So I think I'm done my little rant now. I hope that again, that this touched you in some type of way. Um, definitely order the book. I will leave the link below. I want to go ahead and finish in prayer. But before I finish in prayer, please make sure you share with any ladies that you may know. Pass it on to a friend and have them pass it on to a friend and we can pass it on like that. Um, don't forget to leave a comment and rate the show below. If, if you don't have access to rate or comment, you can always go to the website, which is www.becomingadivinelady.com. While you're on the website, make sure you download the free resources as well as sign up for the daily devotionals, okay? Um, so I would like to go ahead and end in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life. We thank you for this is a day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it, O oh God. We thank you for allowing us to be able to wake up this morning and see who you are and know who you are, Lord. We thank you for another day to get it right, O oh God. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for keeping us safe, Lord. We thank you for all the things you have done for us, Lord. We thank you for being who we need you to be at all times. We thank you for being almighty God. We thank you for being king of kings and lord of lords. We thank you for loving us the way that you do, oh God. We thank you for planting us, oh God. We thank you for being your seed, oh God, and that you planted us here on earth for a purpose, oh God. We thank you for loving us the way that you do in the name of Jesus, Lord. I believe that you made each and every one of us with a, a special and unique talent and gift and that you have a purpose for our lives lord and i believe that you have called us to accomplish something of value and worthwhile for your kingdom oh god i believe that you can use each and every one of us to influence and impact this world while we're here and even after we're gone oh god and you made us informed us and you know what your plan is for us oh god so Please open our eyes and give us wisdom to see ourselves as you have made us, O oh God. Help us to see the specific gifts and talents that you have placed inside of us, O oh God. Begin to, to show us the calling and purpose that you have placed on our lives, O oh God. Please guide us and please give steps and strategies that can start to take and put us into action now in order to accomplish those plans in the name of Jesus. Your word says that we can call to you. And that you would answer us and tell us the things that we do not know and that are yet to come, oh God. So we thank you in advance for answering our prayers, oh God. We thank you for advance for all the things that you are doing in our lives, oh God. For sometimes we feel like there are things that are harming us in the moment. These are things that are going to help us grow and that are going to help us be the women and the divine ladies that you have called us to be today, oh God. So Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the path that you have us on. I thank you for allowing us to be able to have this platform to allow these women to hear from you oh god in the name of jesus and i just thank you we honor you we love you and we adore you in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen that's all for today i hope you ladies have a great rest of your week bye ladies